What up, everybody? Welcome to the WNBA show brought to you by 265 Media. Today, we got a quick show. We're not going to take all your time today. Uh, I got my brother Kate out with me. Kate, what's going on, brother? How you been, man? All is well, bro. All is well. How about you? Man, everything's everything, man. You know what I mean? Just uh, been, you know, grinding. You know what I mean? And I'm just ready to knock this podcast out with you and, um, you know, and call it a day, man, you know? So, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about the games from from um, Tuesday, actually. Uh, basically, Phoenix over Chicago at the buzzer. You know, Kia Nurse with the with the Euro step game winner. K-Dot, man, like, talk to us about that ending of the game, man, because, um, like, it was really interesting, man. And then that big shot from from Kia, it, it was crazy. The, the fact that she Euro stepped a half-court game winner, man, was just, it was just like some horse, like, you know, she was playing the game of horse in the backyard, bro. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, like I told you <laughs> uh, earlier this morning, man, um, I, I actually missed the last minute of that game, unfortunately, but... When you sent me the uh, video of it, I was like, no, this is crazy. So what I what I was able to do, I was able to kind of get a replay of the last minute of that game. And, you know, to be honest with you, I really thought Chicago was in control until, you know, the final maybe 30 seconds of the game. And for Kia Nurse, you know, to, to do what she did, I mean, that was amazing. They're calling it kind of like the shot. 2.0 with Derrica Hamby um, doing the same thing to Vandersloot about two years ago. So it's like Vandersloot is catching a bit of uh, deja vu there. So, you know, um, but again, amazing shot by Kia Nurse. Everybody knows that Kia Nurse is a phenomenal three-point shooter. So, um, you know, it was a crazy win by the, by the Phoenix Mercury. But, hey, there's more to it from that game than just that amazing shot. Oh, yeah, definitely, because actually Phoenix, they jumped out to a big lead, you know what I mean, at the beginning of the game. And then um, Chicago, you know, they roared back, and then they took a nice little lead. They was up 10 with about 2 minutes and 39 seconds. And then, you know, Skylar Diggins, you know, went to work with just her just competing and everything. I, I really enjoyed how Skylar Diggins-Smith played, man. Like like I said, she was really competing, hitting some big shots to get her team in the position to to win on that half court shot by Kia Nurse. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, with Scholar Diggins Smith, um, I know with Diana Tarazi being out, um, Scholar Diggins Smith and Brittany Griner, you know, they said, you know what, it's time for us to step up, and that's exactly what uh, Scholar Diggins Smith did. And throughout that game, I mean, there was just there were just some shots and playmaking that Scholar Diggins Smith made to keep. Uh, Phoenix at bay. Um, I know that Chicago, you know, they're always going to be grinded out, gritty um, type team, especially with the injuries that they've been having um, for the past couple weeks. Um, they're still able to compete. Um, but, you know, Skylar Diggins Smith said, you know what, I'm going to put the team on my back and we're going to continue to figure out ways to get wins. And that's exactly what happened um, last night. So shout out to Skylar Diggins Smith for being an amazing playmaker and, a, and an amazing scorer um, at the end of that game for her team. Yeah, most definitely, man. Um, like, like, like I said, man, I, I just love the way she played, man. Like she, she's been low key having a, a really, really good season, you know? Um, so yeah, definitely um, shout out to uh, Skylar Diggins Smith and everything. And, um, you know, other players play well too. Like, you know, kid nurse with the game winner, she had 18 points and eight rebounds. 
Uh, Brianna Turner had 13 points, eight rebounds, and three blocks. Uh, Brittany Griner had 13 points, seven rebounds, and uh, one block as well. But Brianna Turner, man, she was definitely getting some shots out of there. I like her game. I like her game. I like that tandem with her and uh, Brittany Griner, you know, holding the middle down and stuff. And um, for, for Chicago, you know, yeah, uh, Courtney Vandersloot had 17 points and uh, 10 assists, and uh, Ruthie Hepburn had 14 points, nine rebounds, and a block. And, you know, Diamond the Shields, man, I really like her game. She had 26 four rebounds and um, 26 points, four rebounds, and four steals. Man, she just gets after it. And, um, like, you know, she's a tough player. And, like, I told her when, um, when I spoke to her on the Zoom chat that like her her defense just just like spurs her, her entire offensive game and stuff like that, and like the way Diamond just gets after it, it's just you can see in her face like the passion she plays with and everything, man. And I know that that look she took definitely took that loss kind of tough because of of how they lost them. Chicago was not supposed to lose this game, bro. You know what I mean? So. You know, um, unfortunate man, and we're gonna get into it later, though, okay, Dot, because you know Chicago made some some moves and stuff like that, man. But um, let's 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 talk about it real quick. Let's talk about our um early early season questions and stuff, man. Um, you wanted to know where the um are the Suns the Aces Kryptonite and the Sun are two and zero versus the Aces this season. I just think that the style of play, you know, it, it fits the sun more so than having two post players on the floor. Even though Liz Cambage was dominant through the three quarters until the refs started getting her on fouls, man, it's just it's just hard to defend a team that has post players that can you can play five out with them. You know what I'm saying? With uh, John Quell Jones, with how skilled she is, and um, you know, with Dewana Bonner, how skilled she is as well. And you know, um, and you know, the rest of the team, Natisha Heidelman, Brianne January, um, you know, they can shoot threes and stuff. It's really hard to defend a team like that, K Dot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you look at the Suns and the Sun and the way they operate um offensively, I mean, it's just very, very difficult for the aces, um, in my personal opinion, because when you have John Paul Jones. Um, the way that she maneuvers um, on the floor, um, that definitely, um, it, it, from a from a perimeter perspective, it hurts the uh, aces. And then you have Dewana Bonner, Natisha Hodeman, you know, and Brian January. They're all on um, perimeter, um, you know, savvy, and they can shoot the ball very well. So um, one thing about the aces and, and the two games that they lost is that they weren't able to maintain transition defense. And that's really what hurt them, um, not necessarily on the half-court setting. It's just that defensively, uh, Connecticut was able to get stops and um, move the ball in transition. And that's why um, the Aces um, ha has lost the, the past two games um, um, against the, the Connecticut Sun. Um, as you can see last night in that, I believe it was like um, three minutes left to go in the game. I mean, the Sun just just went crazy in transition and that's why they were able to, to gain the nine point lead that they did. So um, that's going to be um, something that uh, coach Bill Lambert will have to figure out, um, especially moving forward through, throughout the season, because it's not only the sun that have um, a potent transition offense. You also have the storm, which they also had problems with um, in the past. So he's going to have to um, figure that out and hopefully he uh, figures it out uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, man. Hopefully they do because, like you know, I I think remember I, if, 
if I can remember our season predictions, we did have um, Las Vegas, you know, winning it all, and they kind of making us look bad right now, K Dot man. You know, so um, you know, hopefully they can they can get that together. Let's um, let's talk about you know Chicago real quick, man. And um, we we both want to know can Chicago, you know, overcome that the hole they kind of dug themselves into? And I just feel like I think they can because the season is still young. You know, they they're still without, you know, their their you know main players, Allie Quigley and uh, Candace Parker. And I just feel like once they're at full strength, you know, they'll be they'll be really strong. When is that? That's the question. And they made some moves today, which you know what? Actually, can let's get into these trades right now, and I'll break it down for you real quick. You know, so it started out, you know, Dana Evans was traded this afternoon from the Dallas Wings to the Chicago Sky in exchange for a first round pick swap, Chicago's 2022 third round pick and uh, sending rookie point guard Shayla Hill to Dallas. And then Hill was cut by Dallas because they needed to clear some roster spots after, you know, bringing back Alicia Gray and say to Sabali and stuff like that. And uh, Chicago themselves, you know, they activated their uh, their um, center, Stephanie Dolson, you know, cause those players were playing in that, in that, in that three on three situation over there. And um, then they terminated Lexi Brown's contract, which they plan on bringing her back. And then the sky also released um, Stephanie Watts after, you know, getting her in a trade from the um, LA Sparks. K-Dot, can you please talk to me, man? What's with these moves today? Can you, can you, can you break it down, brother? What's up, man? To be honest with you, um, I don't, I'm not understanding, um, the moves because my thing, my whole thing about it was, if that's the case, like, I really feel like they should have drafted the right player as opposed to drafting, um, Shayla, um, all for her to get traded to Dallas and then Dallas immediately waving her afterwards. Um, you know, they, they should have went with, with the right player. And I feel like the right player in that situation was a Um, mm. and, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen that way. Now that the injuries have come along, um, unfortunately they have a roster, uh, um, coach James Wade as a coach and GM has a roster that he can't figure out right now because of the injuries. I'm sure he didn't expect these injuries to be what they were with Candace Parker being out with Allie quickly being out. Um, you know, those are two of the most important players, you know, on his roster. So, um, you know, it was very confusing to me the way the moves were, were um, handled. And then of course, um, turning around, activating Lexi Brown, Lexi Brown playing in that game last night and actually, um, Lexi Brown was pretty decent in that game, all to uh, release her again after the trade for Dana Evans. Um, you know, it, it was just confusing to me. And then we haven't even talked about him waving Natasha Mack, um, even uh, the days um, leading up to the game against um, Phoenix. So my thing is, uh, I think is really because of the unexpected um, injuries it's very difficult for Chicago to kind of, you know, um, pull something together. Um, and I think they're trying to make um, crazy roster moves and they're trying to do it early before the uh, Olympic break. Yeah. Um, that Natasha Mack cutting her again, that, that hurts me to my heart right there, man, because we, we, when we felt, when we first heard about it, K-Dot, I'm like, and we're not going to say no name, but we was like, ain't she better than, 
some other players and stuff. And we both agreed that, yeah, Natasha Mack is better than some of them other players and stuff. We're not going to say no names, though. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it's just I, – I feel for Natasha, man, because, um, you know, just like everything that she went through to get to this point and to, you know, to be cut is, is, is just crazy. I really hope a team picks her up, man, because, like, like I, I just can't see, like, how somebody as dominant as she was in college just – won't make it in in the W. I I I can't see it, K. That man, and this is what makes this league so tough, man. And like we talk about expansion a lot, man. I just feel like maybe they need to raise this, raise the 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 cap, you know, what I mean, the cap space for the money, and then expanding the rosters to fifteen players, man. Just to see, just to like you know, kill a lot of these challenges that that we all all um seeing these teams face, you know, this season and um. You know, I, I want to talk about um, Sh- uh, Shayla Hill real quick because I feel bad for her as well. You know, she's young. And, you know, basically, you know, from what I was seeing, she wasn't ready to play in this league. You know what I mean? She needs more development time. And, you know, on a content- on a team that's trying to contend, they can't wait. So that wasn't feasible, you know. And, um, you know, she's 19 and to play in the league where, you know, everybody's at least 22 you know what I mean? I just think that it was tough for her, man. And I, I like her game. And I think that she will be back in, in, in this league and stuff. I think that once she gets more experience under her belt and once the game slows down for her, I think that she definitely has a spot in this league because of the way, you know, she can play her quickness. Um, She's tough and everything. And it's just it just hasn't worked out for her, man. You know, and I, and I honestly, you know, with the roster situation, you know, you can only carry 12. I just think that like she got let go too 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 soon. You know what I mean? Like same with Natasha Match. She got let go too soon because they don't have no spots. And if they if they if they don't have no time to develop you, you know, that's just a, a you're just rotting on the bench and stuff like that. That's just that that spot could go somewhere where somebody who can contribute, man. And I, I just I just feel for her. I just feel for young Shayla, man. But I do think Kate that she will be back though. I do. Yeah, I agree. And you're absolutely right. I think it just wasn't the uh, the time for her. And maybe um, she could have waited till next year, um, yeah. or even the year after to to really develop. Um, but you know, for me, I think that um, once again, I think Chicago just didn't make the right choice. Um, because again, you waived Stephanie Watt, Stephanie Watt was a first round pick. Um, so my, my whole thing is, you know, why not go for the person that you really think that could be able to contribute and contribute early? Um, so with that being said, it's unfortunate that, of course, with the roster moves that that's been made today, um, it's it's literally a result of of injuries. It, that's what it is. Um, and he and they did not expect um, the injuries to occur the way that they have occurred. Um, they were on their way up, starting the season off strong, 2-0, and then Stephanie Dolson, um, she goes um, on assignment to go um, play 3-on-3 um, three 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 for the uh, U.S. national team, and it, it just um, it just hadn't worked out since, you know, since that occurred and since the injuries have occurred, um, but hopefully, you know, they can get um, Candace Parker and um, Allie quickly back, and then Stephanie Dolson is back already. So, you know, hopefully we can see what um, other roster moves are going to be made and hopefully James Wade can write the ship. Yeah, I agree, man. And the, the, sad, the, the, the more sad part about it with Shayla, I think that since she signed the contract with, you know what I mean, 
the WNBA that she can't even go play like overseas or something like that. She can't go back and play. So she's kind of like stuck in a, in a situation and stuff. But I think that she should be back in this league. Like, um, she, she, she's, she's a nice young talent and, and, you know, listen, she was the eighth pick in the draft, man. So she got some talent. They, they seen something in her, but I guess that, you know, like I said, with the roster spots and they, they can't, they can't waste time on development that they had to just make that move and, um, and, and, um, and Cutter and stuff like that. And um, speaking of all the teams that's struggling, man, like, hey, K-Dot, what's going on with, with your with your um, Los Angeles Sparks? Why are they struggling, man, in your opinion? What's up? Um, it, it's a number of things, you know, it's coaching. Um, it's, uh, it's probably personnel, to be honest with you. Um, I, I just believe that they, they can only win against the Chicago sky <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, they, they can't win against Dallas. Um, you know, but they, you know, I thought they would be able to write the ship against Chicago, but clearly now we know why they won those games. Um, but I, I, I think that, you know, it's something that um, coach Derek Fisher is going to have to figure out. Um, and I think he needs to figure out, figure it out sooner rather than later, because again, when you have talent in the West, like the defending champs, like the Las Vegas Aces, like the Phoenix Mercury, um, even the young Dallas Wings team, they can even figure out ways to beat the um, Sparks. You know, you're you're going to have to figure that out very, very quickly because um, I just believe that it's not going um, to fare well um, for them if they continue to struggle the way that they're doing. So to be honest with you, I'm not sure what it is. I feel like the personnel is there, um, but I just feel like the execution just um, hasn't been uh, done properly, you know, by Coach Derek Fisher. You know, that's a it's a hard pill to swallow to criticize him like that. But I mean, you have to call it how you see it, especially when you're watching the games. Yeah, I agree. And um, if this was our Uno segment, this would be the skip team of the week because I would just be simple with it. I would say. There's no Chelsea Gray. There's no Candace Parker. When you lose elite talent, you suffer as a team. The Sparks have to figure out who they are as a team. They're struggling to score, and defensively, they're bad. So that is just basically their season in a nutshell so far. If this was our Uno situation, that would be the skip team. We will move on to the next subject, K-Dot, and which is our last question that we have for each other. Was we wrong about the defending champion Seattle Storm, K-Dot? Was we wrong about this, man, because we thought they was going to do a little bit of slippage because they lost some key players and stuff. But, you know, look at them. They they in the thick of it, K-Dot. Yeah, I mean, I can I can be quite honest. I can admit when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And the acquisition of Candace Dupree is helping out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, with the with the exits of uh, Natasha Howard, with the exits of Alicia um, Clark, you know, I really thought that they would take a step back. But um, Stewie is playing like an MVP, mm-hmm. um, and you have um, you have Ezzy who's stepped up a lot. Um, you know, playing big minutes at the five spot, and then of course you have um, uh, Jordan Canada. And Jewel Lloyd, who is filling in and putting in buckets like like they've never left. Mm-hmm. Um, the the offense is still there. Um, I know that their coach um, uh, just recently retired, and we have to give flowers to their new head coach. Um, 
for for sure. And she um, definitely um, came out the gate running with that 15 point win against the Indiana Fever. Um, so they're like they're picking up where they left off in the bubble. Um, they heard all of the talk. They probably heard me talk about it, and they said, "Oh no, no, no." We're still the defending champs, and we're going to act like the defending champs. So I will openly admit on the WNBA show that I was dead wrong about the Seattle Storm because right now they're really power ranking number one right now. Nah, I'm not giving them over um, over, over Connecticut, bro. I can't. I can't, man. Even, even with even – with them beating Connecticut already? Yeah, man. Like, I just, I, you know what? Yeah, I know they beat them, but, man, Connecticut, they got to play each other again. You know what I'm saying? I agree. <laughs> no, nah, this is the, nah, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing that yet. I can't. I can't do that yet. Hey, but first, hold on, though, is... hold on. Let's, let's do give um Noel Quinn her flowers on getting that coaching gig. Like, I'm not that familiar with her as a player and stuff like that, so I hope to, you know, see her, you know, as his coach and see her grow and stuff like that. But I know that she is a WNBA champ with the Storm, and it's just dope, you know, seeing black women get the jobs they deserve in this league. This this Absolutely. coaching situation should – like, well, I think I think the coaching situation should be majority woman anyway, whether, you know, black or whatever, it should be majority woman anyway. That's just my opinion on that, man. Um. Like you said, man, I definitely thought the storm was was going to slip after losing, you know, all those players and stuff. But they back like they left their car keys, man. You know what I'm saying? And they, you know, they absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> they left. They left like a. They left like a guy. They came back like a guy that left their phone um unlocked around their wife or something like that, man. You know what I'm saying? They came rushing back like, hey, let me get my spot back, please, or whatever. <laughs> nah, but um. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, but Bri- Brianna Stewart, man, like you know, she's she's definitely been at that MVP level. I think that she actually gotten better overall as a player, man. And then she's showing that, hey, not only that I can score, I'm also willing to take on um, and, and take on other scorers at my position and defend. And she's been defending, you know, really well, um, you know. And I, I like that, that she taking, she, she's taking that on and stuff like that, you know. And listen, Drew Lloyd, Drew Lloyd, listen, I don't know, maybe it's hyperbole or whatever. Maybe it's recency bias, but I also think that Drew Lloyd's playing at an MVP level as well, you know? Like, what she's doing. Like, she's just been a bucket getter. And, like, I, really I agree. enjoying Drew Lloyd. Drew Lloyd is, like, as great as Brianna Stewart is, and we know how great she is, and this is not even, like, like, listen, Drew Lloyd is important to that team as well. Like, if the, if the Storm want to repeat <laughs> like Drew Lloyd got to keep playing the way that, you know, she's, she's been playing and stuff. K-Dot man. Like, cause like, it's just been amazing, you know, just, um, you know, seeing her, you know, put, put in that work all season long so far, man. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I think there's going to have like an, um, I think the W is going to have, I think the WNBA is going to have like an all-star um game or something like that from rumors on, on the net. She's definitely got to get one of them spots. So before we get out of here, man, let's um let's preview some games. We got three games tomorrow. We got the Aces versus the Liberty, Sky versus the Mercury, and uh, Fever versus the Sparks. And um let's just make some quick predictions, K Dot. Who you got tomorrow with the Aces and Liberty? Oh wow, Aces and Liberty both coming off losses. Um, it's crazy for me because the Liberty and Aces on the fan side are both um, two of my favorite teams. 
Um, if I had to do a coin flip, um, heads, aces, tails, liberty, uh, I don't have a coin in front of me. <laughs> but uh, what what number what number are you thinking about between one and ten, DA? Mm. Like our podcast number one, baby. I bet. So I got the uh, I got the Liberty winning at home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What what's your prediction? Um, I'm going with the Aces, man. I just think that the um, the size is going to be overwhelming, and um, it looks like like this tandem of of you know I've been critical of the of the of the of the um you know two post player tandem and stuff, but it, mm-hmm. it, it's really up to them to to really get their chemistry down. It seems like Liz is, is in her groove, man. She's been having some good games, but now up to Asia. Asia really haven't been having um some some success, you know what I mean, these past couple of games. So I just think that she's just gonna come out and just and just ball and stuff. But I'm definitely looking forward to this game because I want to see, you know, Michaela Michaela Onyewere and you know, you know, Sabrina and um, you know, Didi Richards probably gonna make another big defensive play and stuff like that. What she's been doing, I think this game is going to be closer than what I thought. But I just think that the size of the Aces is going to overwhelm them with um, you know, um, Liz Cambage, you know, playing really good basketball right now. So let's move on to the Sky and the Mercury, man. Rematch. <laughs> Rematch. Yeah. Uh, I I I have I have the Mercury this time. They'll um, to, just to me. Chicago is just, they, they have too much going on. And I don't know if they can stop the bleeding right now. So I have the Mercury, Brianna, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Brittany Griner is playing out of this world right now. Skylar Diggins-Smith is playing out of this world right now. Um, and my vet, Kia Vaughn, has come back. So I love the fact that she came in um, last night and spared um, Brittany Griner for some good minutes. Um, so. I just think that, you know, the the Phoenix Mercury um, will come out and they'll probably I, I got the Phoenix Mercury plus eight in, in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. The Chicago Sky. I just think that, yeah, they, it's a lot of things going on over there. They got to figure it out. And so, yeah, I kind of think that this is going to be a loss for them and a win for the Mercury and stuff. And also shout out to Kia Vaughn, man, New York city basketball legend, high school basketball legend, man. I've seen that. Facts. I've seen that woman, you know, play for years, just dominating the high school scene and stuff. So it was just really dope that like, you know, she's still, she's still in this, in this league, you know what I mean? Working and stuff like she, she's, she was special. I don't know if a lot of people seen her in high school, man, but like she, she was like a little Boston at South Carolina right now when she was in high school. She was just just bigger and better than everybody, man. <laughs> and our last game, you know what? I'm calling an upset tomorrow, man. I got the fever over the sparks tomorrow, K-Dot. You know what? Yeah, we going there. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, listen, their backs is against the wall. What, they're one and, one and eight right now. You know what I'm saying? The sparks are struggling too. So this is actually a game that the fever can steal, you know? They need to play my homegirl, Kaiser Gondrasic more. You know what I mean? Like she's actually... When she's playing and she's shooting, you know, she's actually hitting her, um, hitting her shots, you know what I'm saying, at a high percentage. But she needs to play even more, you know what I mean? Like, she needs to play even more, shoot eight or nine, ten times and stuff like that, you know? Like, she's a gunner and everything, man. And, um, you know, with uh, Tierra McCowan, man, like, you don't know which game you're going to get from Tierra McCowan. Some days she'd be dominant, like how she was the first game against the Liberty. And then some days, you know what I mean, she'd be just chilling and laid back and stuff. And I think that, 
you know, what is this, her third year in the league now? I think that she got to she gotta figure out what kind of player she is, man. I think that she's just so talented. The size alone, you can't teach that. And she actually has, like, you know, she has a lot of skill, very strong and stuff. So I want to see, I really want to see her, you know, develop into the beast that, that, that she can be, man. But, like I said, Sparks is struggling. The Fever is struggling. This is a trap game. And I got the Fever winning tomorrow, K-Dot. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to lean towards the fever as well. I, I, re I really want to go with the Sparks, but I'm, I'm going to have to lean towards the fever because I've seen how uh, how the fever can play and how capable they're able to play when they're getting their offense right and when they're not um, having uh, so many defensive lapses. So I'm going to give the fever the edge on that one as well. Yeah, facts, facts. And um. Yeah, man, it's it's been this been a dope a dope podcast, man. It's always dope, you know, doing these shows with you and stuff. Oh yeah, before we get out of here, congratulations to Michaela Oyenwede, Rookie of the Month. Um, I think that John Quell Jones won Eastern Conference Player of the Month, and also Brittany Griner won Western Conference Player of the Month. So congratulations, and um, Coach Hopkins from the New York Liberty won Coach of the Month too. So congratulations to everybody winning the the first awards for the W you know, NBA season and everything. And um, with that being said, man, we about to get out of here. K-Dot has been a dope show. Anything you got to say before we get out of here, brother? Listen, let's continue to put our foot on these people neck when it comes to the WNBA. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Keep putting <laughs> your foot on their necks because the WNBA is where it's at. And the WNBA is always going to be here. So let's keep doing it. Apply yeah, pressure. Definitely, definitely, definitely apply pressure, man. Um, Yeah, so with that being said, man, thanks for listening to the WNBA show brought to you by 265 Media Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We are on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Pretty much wherever you consume your content, we are there. And to catch all of the latest podcasts from us at 265 Media, like the Daniel Rochester Podcast, the WNBA Show, the NBA Show, the NCAA Show, Hoopers Unhair with my guy K-Dot right there. You know, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 265 Media LLC and on Twitter at 265 Media LLC. Don't forget to follow the WNBA Show on Instagram and Twitter at the WNBA Show. I'm Daniel Rochester. That's K-Dot. Love is love. Peace. We are out of here. Peace out.